0: Uh, When you hear the bagpipes, you know where we are. We're at a curling event. The Green Zone live from the Montana's Briar Night One. Uh, Tonight, Saskatchewan against PEI will be the uh, featured event. There's also a Battle of Alberta uh, with uh, Kevin Cooey against Aaron Sluchinski in a rematch of the provincial final, which is why Aaron Sluchinski's at the Briar, beating Kevin Cooey. Cooey qualified then as the next highest in the CRTS Canadian Curling Ranking System. And also the defending champion Brad Gouge, who's on the ice tonight uh, for night one of the Briar. Uh, joining us now is uh, the vice chair of the event, uh, the local committee. That is Shannon England. Shannon, thanks for your time. Thanks, Jamie appreciate it how's how's everything going you're you're the boss of this thing for the local committee so how's everything going before the patch opens its doors in about an hour and a half
1: you know uh i'm not gonna take full credit as the boss i have two other bosses <laughs> i guess vice front. chair yeah, vice <laughs> chair that's right so it's very smooth it's uh we're just really happy it's finally here but things look good i just did a walkabout and everything looks really good yeah, the ice looks good the teams are out there Patch is ready to go. I think this is going to be a great, great nine days here in the city. Uh, it usually
0: is. Yeah. Um, you have 350 volunteers. We do. And usually in Saskatchewan, when you for Grey Cups or any major event, the volunteers are what make these things go, and it's usually not that hard to find people to
1: raise their hand to volunteer in these communities, is it? Oh, no, you're exactly right. People just step up. You know, it's all about community, it seems like, here in Saskatchewan. We have great volunteers. People just want to come in and help out. They love the event, just like a Grey Cup, a briar. It's one of those things where people just want to be involved with. Everybody seems happy. You're having a good time. I mean, that's just it's like nine days of everyone having a good time. They want to come out and help, and they want to help our local curling, right? And really that's what it's about, I think, as a host committee. We want to help our local curling, youth curling, and that's why we want to get involved. It's great for the community too. So, yeah, that's why I think we all do this. So uh this week
0: um is is this one of those things where can we just open the doors and then everybody can kind of settle in uh, f- or like w- because I imagine there's been a lot of behind
1: the scenes is probably more of the grind or not for the week that's coming up. You know what? I think it's just you come and it'll just flow nice. And to your point, the grind was before. It's all the planning that goes on prior to the event starting. Um Curling Canada helps us out a lot on how we need to do things and get things set up. And really, the volunteers, they're great. They follow, you know, really the game plan. And when we're here, it just, it's like seamless. It just moves, smooth, it smoothly goes. And everyone can just enjoy the event. So even the volunteers, when they're done, they'll watch the curling. Uh, like I said, it's a great week for everybody. And it'll be, it's just after planning after the last few months, it'll run and it'll run well. Well, when we talk about getting these
0: major events to Saskatchewan, especially for curling events, um, it, how important is the bid process? Uh, to go to Curling Canada and say, it was here not too long ago, we'd love to have it back for them to go, yep, we'd love to bring it
1: back to Regina. It, it's huge, right? And it's a partnership of everybody involved. So besides the host committee that puts it together, the the, the work that the city of Regina real uh, the Hotel Association, Tourism Regina, SAS Tourism. You know, I don't want to forget any other partners, but having everybody on board and wanting to do this is a good thing, I think, again, for Regina, um, for the sport. Everybody wants to go, and everyone works well together, um, putting the bid together and helping out. All the partners have done a great job committing uh, time, money into this to bring the event here. So its it's super important that... We have all these partners. We all work towards the same thing. So, and I think why Curling Canada is coming here is because the city does, you know, the city of Regina does a great job. Like all the partners, we do a great job here. We have a wonderful venue. Um, we put on a good event. I think, you know, for them, they probably want to come here more often. It's just a, at some point you have to share it a little bit yep. amongst the country. But also, you got to give your volunteers a bit of a break too. It's 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 work. It's fun, but you know, it does take a lot of time to, time to do too. So. Shannon England's with us,
0: uh, vice chair. Uh, you're, you're a curling guy. Uh, curled competitively, uh, mixed doubles, uh, provincial mix.
1: Yeah, mixed team back in. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. not too far back in the day. Well, the, the mix was like '95. This <laughs> it been that long ago. It was '95. I mean, this was a little story. I mean, yep. Sandra, my wife Sandra Schmuler, was competing, and that's '95. They were still going hard at it. just after two. Canadian worlds. She was competing, I think, in a spiel current Actually, a men's spiel, and we're making it to a final.
0: And Jamie and I with you live from the Briar, getting set for night one, draw number one. It's also the free admission night for the patch this evening. The Reclaws are the main entertainment. They'll take the stage shortly after the first draw wraps up, which will end around nine o'clockish uh, this afternoon. Uh, at the Brant Center, so swing on by if you're trying to find us. We're between the patch and the Brant Center. We're easy to find here with the green zone. One thing I can tell you about uh, this week's Briar, there have been no discussion about see-through pants like there has with Major League Baseball. As Major League Baseball <laughs> PA head, Tony Clark is, quote, hopeful that MLB uniform concerns will be addressed before opening day. As he says, you just don't expect to have conversations about uniforms. And so having them, I'm hopeful, and this goes back to what we suggested before, and picking up the phone and talking to all the folks, having some appreciation for paying attention to it now, perhaps more so than they were before the spring started. And this all came because the Nike-designed Fanatics manufactured uniforms have been, let's just call it revealing in some cases when it comes to the pants and we found out yesterday as teams are wearing their gray uniforms the gray pants aren't the same tone of gray as the jersey itself so that is also an issue this is one of the weirdest things in professional sports but as many people have referenced this fanatics will be manufacturing the nhl jerseys next year as well so there are many already in the nhl getting into contact with the nhlpa getting into contact with fanatics in saying this better not happen with us as major league baseball and the players and if you see some of the jerseys like they look cheap They look like they were bought off a knockoff site where you can buy $30 NHL jerseys, and then when it comes in the mail, the numbers are wrong, and the lettering is all weird. Like, that's what it looks like for some of the jerseys in Major League Baseball. But spring training continues, and this is another story of spring training. We talked about it before going in the MLB free agency about how secretive Shohei Ohtani is, how he keeps everything private. He got married, and nobody knew about it over the offseason. Even his team, the L.A. Dodgers, were like, what? He got married? I should probably get him a wedding gift. So as his manager, uh, Dave Roberts, joked, like his contract, the gifts will be deferred to a later date as uh, Shohei Otani's 90% of his contract is deferred In 10 years from now is when he'll start getting the big chunk of change from the L.A. Dodgers. So there's an update on what's going on in Major League Baseball in spring training. (laughs) Time now for the Green Zone one-minute drill, the latest in sports. Night one of the Briar features team Saskatchewan skipped by Mike McEwen, Colton Flash, uh, Kevin and Dan Marsh will take to the ice tonight against Prince Edward Island. You also have a Battle of Alberta, Kevin Cooey against Aaron Slicinski, as two Alberta teams are in this group. You also have Jamie Cooey on the ice tonight with Northwest Territories against Quebec. And, of course, Team Canada, Newfoundland's Brad Cushu is trying to win his sixth briar. Uh, he starts tonight uh, going up against Nova Scotia. In the NHL, the Ottawa Senators host the Arizona Coyotes, one of three games On the schedule, the Coyotes have been brutal. They have lost 14 straight. They did not win a game in February. We'll see if March starts better for the Coyotes. Washington hosts Philadelphia. New Jersey visits Anaheim. In the WHL, the PA Raiders, the Swift Current Broncos, and the Regina Pats are all on the road. The Saskatoon Blades are on home ice tonight. They have lost two straight games going into tonight it's the first time they've actually lost two straight since november 21st 22nd that is how hot the saskatoon blades have been coming up next he's won two bronze medals at the briar he's going to help us all week long break down what's going on on the ice including a preview of night one of the briar kirk myers joins me next on 980 cjme and 650 ckom Jamie and I with you live from uh, the Briar as it gets started tonight. Free admission night for the patch, and of course, Saskatchewan on the ice in the Brand Center against Prince Edward Island. Canada also uh, playing tonight. A Battle of Alberta with Sluchinski and Cooey. Uh, square off in a rematch of the Alberta final, in which Sluchinski won, which is why he was able to go to the Briar. And then Cooey gets qualified as the next best in the CTRS rankings uh, before. The Breyer gets started as the field is now 18 deep, two pools and nine. The top three from each pool will qualify for the final six. And then, of course, if there's a tie, we found out, with the five-way tie at the Scotties, that it will come down if they can't decide it head-to-head to the last rock draw, which Caitlin Laws was able to qualify. Uh, but, of course, Skylar Ackerman showed well in her debut of the Scotties, also tied at 4-4 four and four record after the round robin. So all of a sudden... Maybe you should be here early to watch those last stone draws uh, to see how close to the pin they get, because that could make the difference uh, when they settle things uh, going into Friday night. Uh, Joining us, and he'll help us out next week as well, assessing the play is two-time bronze medalist at the Briar. He's represented Saskatchewan a few times at the Briar. Now focusing on mixed doubles is Kirk Myers. Kirk, nice to see you again. Hey, thanks for having me, Jamie. You, you've you've done this right a home briar oh i've done this and there's nothing better at
2: i didn't think i'd miss it but when i walked in the building today to sit down here i walked as we walked down to the patch i go oh my god my my heart started fluttering. and then you see the guys practicing on the ice and you hear those rocks going down the the ice in the arena you don't get that sound in a curling rink oh man there's nothing better than a briar and then when, the, when those Saskatchewan boys walk out tonight, the place is going to be pumping and people are going to be having fun. Uh, that's that's as good as it gets, I'll tell you that, for a curler.
0: You, you've chased it. You've chased the end the drought. Everybody says it all the time. 1980, Rick Folk was the last one. Uh, can a Saskatchewan team do You've done, as I said, two-time bronze medalists. You've come close. Um, but what do you think of this group? They're, what, sixth? They're the sixth-ranked team in the terms of the rankings. Not too far back of Cooey and even Gushu, but what do you think of Mike McEwen skipping a crew that you've played with and against in Colton, the Flash, and the Marsh brothers? Yeah, first of all, I, I don't even think it's a drought anymore. There's got to be
2: a curse somewhere in there. <laughs> it's 44 years. Like, it just doesn't seem possible for a province like Saskatchewan not to not to get lucky once in those 44 years. And um, it just seems like time and time again, when a, when a Saskatchewan team kind of gets close or kind of gets hot, something crazy happens where they don't quite finish it off. And, you know, I don't know if that's the pressure of being, a uh, you know, a Saskatchewan team where there's, you know, a million people that are hanging on your every move. I, I don't know what it is. And um, But anyways, you know, I, I, I start to think it's not a drought anymore and it's a curse and hopefully one day we can break that curse but but these guys have a chance I'll I'll be honest with you like Mike I mean everyone's heard of Mike McEwen now but um, Mike was when he before he even started going to the briar like he was he was like the number one skip on the world curling tour he was winning grand slams time and time again and and then you know he hasn't quite won the briar yet but he's like the best player You know, arguably in the world for a long time And he's kind of getting there again He lost the Olympic trials final to Cooey in 2017 He was just lights out there So if, if Mike plays like Mike can This team's got a chance Flash has to play as good as he can and then uh, the Marsh boys on the front end are going to be just fine. Like, I mean, Kevin won the All-Star Award at the Briar two years ago. So, I mean, they got the horses to do it. Like, we got the horsepower this year. Um, but, again, it's like anything, can we put it together at the right time? They they need to play their best to win. Um, maybe some of the other teams don't quite need to play their best, and, and that's the difference. Uh, hopefully they can handle the pressure and the nerves, and it's probably not a bad thing to have a Manitoba guy skipping the Saskatchewan rink. Uh, I think the, yeah. the nerves
0: will be a little different. Well, on the show yesterday, you got Mike McEwen to say, yeah, I got everybody in Manitoba, and he says, I hope I say this right wearing green bunny hugs and i'm like "You nailed it mike <laughs> he's Got coming it. he's coming around isn't yeah, he yeah yeah uh, the, 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 hey you you you're, you had a manitoba skip and matt dunstone they come around a little bit don't they they do and it, you know you could tell it, it, it became very special
2: for matt too i mean he came here he didn't really know and that was his first briar those the, the briar in regina in 2018 was matt's first briar and, and he, i know it was very special for him it was very special for for one to to, to be the team uh the home team at the briar his first briar um but also get to be that uh to that saskatchewan uh firepower behind him i think to this day if you ask matt it would be a very special experience in his life and and hopefully that can be the same thing for for mikey uh mikey and the boys and well, even brent lang there i mean we got an ontario guy coaching him well what yeah the
0: heck, what the heck's going on in
1: curling these yeah. days well
0: you got to uh, and then pat simmons is their uh, fifth and of course with his uh, work with the uh, curl sask he's just that steady presence on the bench that he can provide for Team Saskatchewan. We've been getting texts uh, this week going, if Mike McEwen wins for seal uh, is that really ending the drought with a Manitoba skip? I'm like, really? Where well, You're going to complain about who's skipping the team? There's one Manitoban and there's three Saskatchewan guys. It's Team Saskatchewan winning. That would be like Newfoundland going, uh, is it really Newfoundland with a couple of guys who aren't from here winning the Briar? They don't care. <laughs> it's, a, it's a couple of Newfies
2: uh, hoisting the yeah. Briar tankard. Exactly. I mean, even Ben. Even ben winning the briar in alberta for a lot of years or or when ben and, and flash won the 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 briar for alberta in yeah. 2019 with with cooey i mean there was two saskatchewan boys on that team so certainly it counts uh, and like i said these guys might be able to do it i i i i i mean maybe that's just the saskatchewan fan in me and wanting some to cheer for late in the week but i hope there's a, i hope there's a team saskatchewan for us to cheer for uh,
0: come friday saturday kirk myers uh, joining us uh, to uh, analyze uh, the briar uh, this week and next well today and next week but when, when you talk about the elite curlers, the botchers, Gushu, oh, Mike McEwen is in there as well, Dunstone. How hard is it in a long week like this to stay focused and be and not have an oops where you're like, oh, we just lost to a UConn or something like that?
2: Yeah, I mean it's tough and I think one once you've gone through that briar a couple of times you start to know what to expect so it, it happens less, right? Um so when you've been to the briar once or twice or like these guys have been there, you know, 10 times now. Um, those 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 little oopsies happen happen less and and now with the two pools of uh, of nine like man if you get that third loss it's it's getting dicey uh you know and or the the, the pools it's getting dicey and the you know, fourth loss maybe we saw it last weekend um at the scotties like you, you you can't really blow those those uh those ones you should win and then you have to beat most of the teams you 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 kind of even even yeah. keeled with you do that then you got a chance um and so it, it's tough to stay focused but i don't anticipate any of the real contenders to have any of those uh, blips in the radar there's just such a such a difference between call maybe i don't know exactly but the top six or seven teams in the rest of the field i mean um the, the teams that are playing week in week out going to the ground slams playing against the best teams in the world um kind of at a, at an elite level where they're they're putting in a couple hours every day those teams are so far ahead of the rest of the field it's crazy and if there's any of those upsets uh they're fun to watch i hope to see them but it just happens so infrequent it's crazy
0: uh, kirk myers uh, joining us here on the green zone uh we were talking i mentioned skylar ackerman with the four and four record that was her first scotties she was 22. Aaron is kind of a new guy on the scene coming out of Alberta. Uh, you've experienced it. Uh, what is the first Briarslash slash Scotties r- r- like? And you, you can give a shout out to Skyler on how well that team kind of played and, and learned some lessons there. But what is that first one like to go, okay, this is what it's like. This is what they re- Yep. do the stones halfway through and stuff like that learning all those intricacies on what a briar is going to bring you
2: yeah exactly like those, those are the little things that you learn the first time around like when are they going to scratch the stones you know when when uh, when can you expect that ice to come off uh, late in the game or or evening draws after there's a building full of people is different than a morning draw when the building's empty or a little cooler
0: why uh, can you explain that they say it on CSN, <laughs> and they never explain why well there that that's a good question so i i <laughs>
2: Take this for what it's worth. This has come from a curler that likes to complain about ice. I don't, yeah. don't know much about ice making, but um, yeah, I mean it's just from the people in the building all day. So the people that are in that building all day heat it up. But uh, they even talk about if it's raining or if it's, there's a moisture outside. And five or six people, six thousand people, come into the building with uh, with uh, a little bit of wet on their jackets. That'll seep into the ice and it'll cause a lot of frost to that ice. So after the ice sits for 12, 13 hours at night without anybody in the building, the building cools down, the ice surface cools down, it becomes in my opinion a little nicer ice surface but of course it's not much fun playing in an empty building so at night after a day of playing and there's 6,000 people in there cheering drinking beer that sort of thing it's a way more better atmosphere but usually the ice is a little trickier and all those things after your your first briar your first scotties you're going to learn and and kudos to skyler i mean they, they they won i think three of their first four games at the at the scotties for a team that goes into that for the first time that that's crazy good like they got a huge huge future ahead of them if they keep at it because i mean the the nerves that you feel in your first briar remember my first Briar game we played Jamie Cooey on the end sheet in the Kamloops Briar, I'll never forget it I mean I was shaking so bad I could I could hardly th- release the stone like much less much less make a shot and, and then they ended up grinding out a few good wins there so um the first the first time you get in that situation it's uh, it's almost un, unbearable um but now if the the Skyler Ackerman team gets back a couple years down the road they're going to be in really good shape I mean they're going to be fun to watch and and Sluchinski for you know I know it's his first kick at the can here those guys are a good team Sluchinski's been around for 10 years uh you know I've played him in juniors uh, back in 08 and he's kind of been you know plugging around on the tour and and they finally started to start to click and put do, doing a lot of good things and we've played him in mixed doubles over the years he's a, he's a really good player again i don't believe they're going to win the briar um if they make the playoffs they got to be pretty happy um but they will they be a contender for the playoffs and they're a team that could upset any one of those big big boys so well, watch them for this week
0: I, I look at saskatchewan are they in the group of death with the uh, gushu kevin cooey and Slachinski and them Only three of those teams are coming out of that group.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you know what? I must say, like, Gushu hasn't
2: had the seasons that they've had in the past – that doesn't mean they're not going to perform at the Briar. The Briar is their bread and butter. Everyone loves the Briar. Brad Gushu loves a good story. He's going to be here to play. But you know what? They might be ripe for the picking this year. They might be able to be beat. Um, watching them this year at the Grand Slams, they did not play as good as they normally play, or what we expect Brad Gushu's team to play. Now, I think they're ranked. I up. hope
0: the Walker family's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't be. I won't be allowed back at the house for, for practice next
2: yeah, week. Yeah, what
1: yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: eh? I was going to say. But but they're ranked two in Canada. I mean, they, they they're they're
2: still a great team, but they're just not as elite as uh we saw them in the last few years so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out
0: to explain that kirk is mixed doubles partners laura walker uh, by the way jeff walker's on the ice uh tonight with uh, newfoundland slash canada he's won five championships so i'm just well all <laughs> i'll terrible. say is they let
2: me they let me sleep in their basement when we're there practicing and every time i walk down the stairs in their basement he's got his five
0: briar tankers all lined oh, yeah. up there and
2: i gotta look at those every <laughs> damn time i go into the basement <laughs>
0: I just borrow one, just a a little bit. Uh, Kirk Myers joining us coming up. uh, He's he's telling you maybe not Gushu. Does he have his eye on a team to win it? We'll get his uh, pick coming up next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. (laughs) We are live from the Montana's Briar on night number one, Saskatchewan on the ice. Six o'clock is that first draw against Prince Edward Island. It's a free admission night to the patch as well. As we're chatting with two-time bronze medalist of the Briar, represented Saskatchewan several times, now concentrating on mixed doubles uh, to try to get to the Olympics. Uh, There is Kirk Myers. How's that going, by the way? You're one of yeah. the top-ranked teams in the, in Canada with you and Laura Walker.
2: We're, we're doing okay. We've had a good year. We're number one in Canada, number four in the world, so I think we probably have our Olympic trial spot locked up for next December. But uh, as we know in curling sports, mixed doubles, uh, it doesn't really matter. It's whoever whoever plays good and gets a little lucky at the trials to go to the Olympics. So we're going to do our, do our best to be the best we could be there, but there's no guarantee. But, man, would that be cool.
0: With mixed doubles because some do both and they split time. How hard is it to gauge where you match up with some of these teams that might be at the trials – Aren't really doing the regular tour for mixed doubles. That's a really good point, Jamie. I mean, that, that's a, that's a part of the issue with the ranking
2: system, too, is, is if you play lots, you're obviously going to be ranked higher. But some of these teams, uh, Brett Galan, Jocelyn Peterman, who are probably two of the best, uh, curlers in the world, uh, one, two, one of the best mixed doubles teams in the world, only play a couple events a year, so they're not ranked that high. So it's tough to know where you exactly match up. And that's another reason, you know, uh, just because you're, you're ranked one going into the trials, or we might not even be ranked one, but wherever it is, um, you don't really know who you're going to come up against, you know, Brad Gushu may throw a team in with Kerry Anderson again, and and all of a sudden uh, now you got some real, some really to, to worry about, right? Yeah. You don't know how that's going to shake out. You don't know what, who what players are going to try to get in there too. So, um, you know, all we can do is you know, same old uh, cliche is, is do what we can, focus on ourselves, and then hopefully uh, when we get there for that week, we're really clicking. Um, and then uh, hopefully we can ride the ride the plane to to Italy in 2026. But I mean, that's a long ways away. So we'll see. If not, I'll just keep talking about curling. Okay. Uh,
0: any interest coming back to four-spot four men's team?
2: Oh, i got to say, not at all until I walked in the building today. <laughs> i got to say, this was probably a really bad choice. I, I've got a few people reaching out, you want to go back? You want to go back? No, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And I walked in this building, go, oh man, my heart just sank. I go, how did I let this opportunity slip by? And I didn't even try to go back to the hometown Briar. But So really, no, I think after this next Olympic cycle, I might get the itch again, and uh, I just don't have the energy to do both. Um, and Laura and I got a really good thing going with this mixed doubles. So if I don't do the mixed doubles thing, maybe we can focus on uh, trying to get to the Briar again. But uh, for now, I- I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Uh,
0: okay, uh, let's uh, let's spill some tea. Uh, <laughs> these guys all know each other. Sometimes some teams split up not amicably. Usually curlers, it's the oh they all go to the patch and have a beer together. Is, are there some rivalries out there on the ice this week? Yeah, there, there's definitely rivalries for sure. Um, I think generally
2: curlers get over it after a certain amount of time. They get over it and they're amicable. Um, but I think there's 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 a kind of a two things. There's there's generally everyone gets along. Generally everyone says hi to each other. Generally whatever on the ice it's super competitive. Off the ice they could have a beer if if they played each other. Um, there's some that won't. Not a lot, but sometimes they won't. But I think there's generally a mutual respect between players at the very least. Um, and then there's sometimes where there's just, there's call it hate. You <laughs> know, you just you just kind of hate it. And I, I find, too, if you play the same team over and over again in big games, there j- tends to be those grinding of the gears a little bit, too. Um, so, again, I don't think you're going to get any curler really admitting to the rivalry or the, the, the yeah. dislike for someone. Um, but certainly there's some there. And, and sometimes you just kind of get annoyed by it people you play against because maybe you can't beat them or you do beat them or they're just annoying you on the ice or whatever it might be but uh, generally i think there's a level of respect between they're the not players. clearing
0: the stones out of the the rings enough it's <laughs> always your team that has to clear them out and you're like Are you to exactly. take care of your your stuff here or what exactly or or, <laughs> or or hebert's always in your ear beaking at you or whatever <laughs> geez but okay. okay before this thing starts we pick a winner who, who uh yeah,
2: got and just uh, just in the same breath i think i gotta say hebert and bacher i think uh <laughs> they're uh watching them this year they're a well-oiled machine they came together last year they weren't they weren't bad last year but they weren't super good but watching them this year they became just focused on what they need to do they're dialed in on what they're what they're what they're uh um focused on and uh they're a well-oiled machine they're they're as good as anybody uh in the world right now and and i think it's just the work they put in they've really bought into the 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 plan that uh, coach webster put together uh they're not the funnest team to watch. They they, they they go. They have a lot of blanks, and they got all this going on. And that, but they're just good. They are just very very good, and everyone knows their role. So I I mean they're they're the team to beat in my opinion this week. And then, uh, um, I mean Gushu's always going to oh, yeah. be there at the end of the week. I yeah. mean to say it's going to be a Botcher uh, gushu final. I don't think I'm uh, blowing anyone's minds with that, but that's what I'm seeing. I hope I hope I hope as a fan it's anyone else. Any other final would be just fantastic. I love the idea of uh, underdogs winning. I'd love the idea of seeing Matty Dunstone in there. That's just, he, you know, he's just poured his yep. heart out into this. But uh, uh, I'm going with Botcher.
1: Yeah.
0: What yeah. about you? Yeah, I got Botcher. Uh, uh, we are been a dominant. boring bunch, aren't we? <laughs> well, it's like Rachel Holman, right? It is. She it was is. so dominant. Uh, but we'll, we'll have uh, Kirk back on Tuesday to assess how that pick's looking, uh, of course and hang out all week long here at the Briar. Kirk, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Uh, the one-minute drill, the latest in sports. We'll do a real quick one. As I mentioned, the Briar starts tonight. Draw number one, 6 o'clock. Saskatchewan's on the ice against Prince Edward Island. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, the only Canadian team on the ice tonight. They take on the Arizona Coyotes. And Saskatoon on home ice against Lethbridge, trying to end their two-game losing streak. More coming up, including Britton Gray on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.